Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Scarlett. And I'm Mim. And we are Style Over Substance, the podcast. Yeah. So (laughs) (laughs) this week, we're uh, talking about like, quiet luxury you know it's a trend and an aesthetic that has been brewing for some time and we see it all over social media in everyday life as well and it's become a real thing it's like quiet luxury clean girl aesthetic um uk girl aesthetic i've seen it being called sometimes um and we wanted to talk about what it is as what is it why is it um influencers we've seen kind of pivot their look yeah and what the reasons for that are um yeah off the top like what to you is a muted or a pared down luxury aesthetic so I feel like what I've seen kind of on Instagram influencer mm-hmm. but also like I guess even influencers who didn't use to dress this way mm-hmm. is adopting just like Maybe it's like post-pandemic, we kind of want to pair ourselves down, like who knows. But it's the trend of kind of like capsule wardrobe, um, lots of like neutral tones, like yeah. colour, print, no. It yeah. is like, okay, like a totally kind of like generic outfit would be like a white t-shirt, black or like maybe like bleached um, blue, like straight jeans, and then, like, an oversized blazer yeah. and then, like, loafers or some, like, nice trainers. Mm. Um, like, super simple, like, not rocket science, any of those items yeah. of clothing. But the way it's being accessorized is, like, it's intentional. So it's an intentional pared-down outfit. Yeah. So it's not like, oh, I'm quickly a mum doing the school run or like, oh my God, I'm in my tracksuit and I don't want to be seen in that. So I'm throwing on some clothes to go to the shops. It's intentional. You've either got like a slicked back bun Ooh. and that's intentional. Yeah. Or you've got like your coiffed curls yeah. and hair, that on point, no makeup, makeup look. Or like yeah. just looking like flawless. Yeah. And it's really intentional paired back. That's kind of how I describe it. Yeah, same. I I agree with you 100% on that. I think we have, like, when we take, like, the past five years, we've come from maximalism. Yeah. And logo mania. Logo mania. Then we had, like, the very, we had the Kanye era of, like, neutrals. Which, you you know what? Let's not attribute much to Kanye. No, but like if I but say he, Kanye, you know what I mean. But he also like is probably that idea has kind of been grounded. Mm. And like he's not the first to do an all one colour and monotone look. No. But he made that cool again for a while. And he also brought like that athleisure look mm. into the forefront. 
he's not the only person, so let's not give him too much credit. But that's the thing. Now what we see is neutral colours. They're not necessarily... It's not a monogram look. No. It's neutral, so a greys, whites, blacks, blues, things like that. But it's not athleisure. No, no, no. It's... Um, it's like a, a tailored trouser. Yeah. It's a tailored t-shirt. It's a blazer. It's a tweed. It's a hound tooth, maybe. Yeah. It's a, it's like a, it's like a, it's not, I don't want to say back to the office because no one dresses like no, this in the no, office no. really, yeah. but it's like a office attire. It could almost. be. And also like a girl that I follow who very much follows this aesthetic. Yeah. It's like, oh, like how, like how to wear it for the office, how to wear it not. Oh, and like, I see. Arguably, unless you're allowed jeans in your office, which like I'm not. Yeah, they're kind of very much like interchangeable with her. Yeah, but I would also add like even when in this aesthetic you want your like off duty look, it's not a tracksuit. People are wearing like the cashmere tracksuit. They're go- they're getting like the cashmere mm, trousers or the yeah. cashmere set from Arquette. They're going like proper luxe, even like. H&M had like a cashmere range really recently that sold out really fast because mm. all these influencers were promoting it. I mean, I, I love that sort of thing. Same. Yeah. Like, couldn't get my hands on it though. Yeah. Um, but it's not like our typical, like whatever this fabric is for a sweatsuit. Yeah. It is knitted cohorts. It is like much more of like a... <sighs> rather than <laughs> I don't know what that meant but yeah like I don't know luxury it's much more like yeah. yeah I get what you mean I get what you mean I think um maybe I don't know there's I think there's lots of reasons as to why we see yeah. it I think that one that we'll touch on later is like the idea of sustainability for sure the argument kind of goes hand in hand with luxury fashion or has been presented to us in that way but then I think also you know um uh, Lydia Millen, um, Victoria from In The Fro, we've mentioned before, and some really big name UK influencers. We've essentially grown up with them. Yeah. They're of similar ages. And we've all come to the stage where we try to think about like cost per wear. Mm-hmm. So marketing to us through the lens of you're going to get a lot of wear from these basics from a pared down look that's really going to resonate with someone of our demographic. It's like, I need something that I genuinely can wear to the office, but I can also wear on the weekend, you know? Um, And that sort of marketing, because let's face it, these influencers are trying to sell us things. That is more seemingly attainable to us mm. you know it makes more sense like i want to get my cost per wear down and i want to be able to wash this and feel like it's good quality you know so i think that's another reason why this quiet pared down luxury thing has come about um but then like a massive one for me is the idea of you know, when we look in, in the past couple of years where we have this massive, like, economic disparity, we have, like, billionaires, multimillionaires who make a fortune, but on the end of its spectrum, even within our own country, it's, like, a lot of poverty as well. We've yeah. got, like, um, the energy crisis. We've got inflation. Wages aren't increasing. All that sort of thing, like, very real problems mm. and times that we're living through we seem to have this like I don't want to say we because not me not us 
<laughs> but there's a lot of people out there who have this, who fetishize like billionaires. And they think that, yeah, by proxy, through wearing what they believe billionaires emulating to wear, them. emulating them, that they the will, manifest. they too yeah. will become really wealthy. And there's this idea of like, you know, like, if you are serious about your business, if you are the Steve Jobs, if you are the Mark Zuckerberg, you just wear new balances. You just yeah. wear jeans. You don't spend money on something that A, is not going to get you a lot of wear, or B, is tacky and has a lot of print and brightly mm. coloured. You're about your business. You're serious. You're a serious individual. <laughs> and so you're going to go for something that's like more pared down when really we've had an episode about... Um, about Steve this Jobs. and Steve Jobs, you know, although he had polos. although he had like a uniform of the black polo neck and his like li- his jeans, they were Levi's yeah. and they were Isiniaki Rolnocks. Yeah. Rolnocks. <laughs> yeah. That's expensive. Like people That's believe super expensive. They all probably thought he like went to the gap, as they say in the States. Yeah, the gap. Like but um, that he dressed like a fuddy duddy dad. Yeah, but it wasn't that. No, he was, it was spending his money. Intentional, quiet luxury. Definitely, and he. Yeah, I think the quiet luxury thing, or the belief that you can, it's like a quiet flex almost. You know. Yes. Where it could be like, again, I could wear Zara jeans. But I can also go and wear like a white t-shirt that I bought on Net-a-Porter and I could be wearing my Levi's. And that's much more of a quiet flex than an outfit that could have all been bought from Zara or ASOS. I mean, ASOS has like luxury brands, but ASOS own brand. Um, and I think like, I think it's people trying to also, with the cost of living, I wonder if like, we are trying to integrate more basics that are attainable okay. to everyone, right? Mm-hmm. So if we've got our, our big UK influencers like Lydia Millen, like in the Fro Victoria, and they're buying a dress from Zimmerman or from um, Airdem, but all those dresses are really like reliable on print. Like they've got some really cool silhouettes, like this, the work yeah. in them uh-huh. are fantastic. Yeah. But yeah. if they're buying a lovely cashmere jumper from Victoria Beckham and her latest like pleated trousers. Mm. We can copy that. Yes. If yeah. it's pared down, we can copy that. Yeah. But a thought I also had is we talked quite a lot in like our really old episodes about COVID mm-hmm. and fashion out of COVID. Yeah. And I wonder if this emergence of like somewhat smart is kind of us refinding ourselves out of like our like dressed down pandemic maybe you know I think there's a whole generation in in taking back the power Mm -hmm. of the silhouette like it's not bodycon it's not the silhouette it is like tailored trousers it is like because still I struggle sometimes to wear a bra all day like an under (laughs) like an underwired bra I'm wearing a sports bra yeah yeah same (laughs) like I I think that's a really interesting point. I think um I mean I slate you on your on your skinny jeans, but <laughs> she needs to let them go, guys. Um, Petition to let go of the skinny jeans. Um but yeah, we it's really interesting your point actually. Like pandemic. We were in trackies all day, every day. I was, I loved it. I'm not leaving I'm not leaving that era if I'm honest. Um 
if I'm and, in my house, it's elasticated. Yeah, 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 for sure. And um, I mean, I've come to your house in leggings. So like we were talking about how we would come out of COVID and we were like, bam, we want glitter, we want sequins, we want fashion, you know. Mm. Obviously, that is not attainable for every day. It's just, you know, we, we don't live like that sort of thing. Um, I think there's a whole generation of maybe like Gen Z who are coming into like, into the workplace. Yeah. They've never known formal or the expectation of formal, really. Or developed that wardrobe, right? We're only in the office now two, three days a week. Yes. So you like, we maybe it's also it's that subconscious. We're playing dress up in and out. And maybe we're also trying to make those two days of office clothes count. It's a moment. Later, like for other, other days in the week, mm. you know. And like the irony also isn't lost on me that the people doing that and setting the trends or showing us the trends yeah. don't step foot in an office. But so maybe, but maybe they want their little office moment. The amount of like TikTok and like Instagram reels that I've seen is like this look for Monday at the office, Tuesday at the office, Wednesday at home. It's like, you babe, know, you work from your bedroom with a dressing gown. <laughs> going to see friends on Saturday, uh, lazy day at home on a Sunday. Don't get me wrong, I like those videos, but I, I'm like, what do you know about being in the office? <laughs> um, Very true. Yeah, I, I think that is a good point. You have um, people who are in their early to mid-20s who haven't really had to dress smart. Yeah. Um, popular culture has dictated a very casual wardrobe as yeah. well. And I think this idea of wanting to look expensive, manifesting wealth, and yeah. also wanting to be like, wear something that is not seen as the norm norm being really casual norm being trainers I want to be different and differentiate myself I'm gonna wear loafers I'm gonna wear uh tailored trousers I'm gonna do that that sets me apart from everyone and I think that's what we're seeing but really when we talk about pared down luxury a point you've made to me in the past is like it's 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 cosplaying as attainable but really, is it attainable? Because yeah. it's still incredibly expensive. And the reason why you look so good is not because it's a great fitting t-shirt and whatnot. It's because it's designer. And it's like, how many shops did you have to go to? Or websites did you visit to find the perfect? Ordered it, was delivered, wasn't yeah. right, sent it back. Reordered something else, it was delivered, wasn't right, sent it back. When really, if you're an everyday normal person, that is not attainable. It's expensive way to buy. And people who are just like living and surviving, you know, you just wear prints, you wear any colors together, as long as it fits and it's clean, it's, it's good, you know? <laughs> um, yeah. That's such a good point on the, the searching for that perfect fit. Because mm. I find myself, even if I see someone and they're wearing a white t-shirt with jeans and I'm like, oh, that looks so nice. And I'm like, where is that from? And like, also... I'm happy to spend a bit more on a white t-shirt if I know I'm going to wear it loads Mm -hmm. of times. But it's not about that. I almost need to know what size they ordered, what is like their regular size they take, what's their bus size. Like you want to know it because you're like, well, I want it to fit because you want that almost like oversized, but not too oversized, like not too tight. So it's pulling on your boobs. Mm -hmm. Like there's like that perfect point. Yeah. But you don't get obviously all that information and when you're and also 
then the website you're going on like an Arquette or whatever and you're like they've got like four different fits of t-shirt and you haven't told me which one it is you just told me it's from there yeah and so like I'm not going to order all four of them to find out what the fit is Mm -hmm. and then in different sizes and blah 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 and so then you just end up going to the old faithful of H&M or something just to buy yourself a white t-shirt and you just hope it kind of looks as nice but obviously like a thicker white t-shirt is always going to look nicer all of that like yeah it's it's a really tricky one when it comes to all of that and also the accessories they pair with it elevates it so much mm. and actually I feel like we need to do an episode on accessories like I because mean, yeah. accessories I think are the things to spend money on yeah definitely. you can wear something from god knows where but if your accessories are considered and let's be honest cheap accessories look cheap yeah i think like so. yeah. I, you can tell the difference between a nice handbag <clears throat> a nice belt belts especially mm. um and shoes i think that is what really sets this like look apart yeah definitely and like in a cynical view as well when we're looking at um influencers they are trying to sell us stuff mm. you can have a capsule wardrobe but there's only so much you need in a capsule wardrobe. Yeah. The clue is in the name. It's like, you know, two different blazers, three, four iterations of jeans, maybe. And that's being generous. Yeah. A couple pairs of trousers, um, a blouse, T-shirts and trainers. And, and Yeah. Like really, you're really paring down. Brian, the whole... let, listen to our Brian Sakawa episode <laughs> for a good capsule wardrobe. Yeah. Um, so on top of that, what are you selling to your audience? Yeah. You know, you are selling the accessories. You're selling the premium uh, Chanel bags, the Diorama, you know, cute little evening bags to go with your, mm. you know, your sleek black look. You are, you know, what people have gone crazy for. I believe they're Bottega Veneta, like silver and gold, like droplet, like quite chunky silver earrings. Um, you are selling you are still having to sell something to your audience yeah and i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If it's not that basic capsule wardrobe, because, you know, capsule wardrobes are, you know, chic and elevated and all that, it's everything that, you know, around it as well. Yeah. Um, But with, I think, with, like, Lydia Millen in particular, 
it's the idea of through conscious buying you can like move up socially like so like she's like she's come into fire Big recently money. and yeah. because she you know she's very wealthy and she's almost like english gentry that's yeah. like the aesthetic she yeah. gives us now um but yeah. i think that's the thing right it is we're fo- that it's following that old money vibe and it's following um quite like high brand designers we're talking Hermes, so like the likes of Olivia Millen. I think she did quite a big wardrobe clear out of a lot of her accessories because okay. I'm someone who follows her. And like she only ever reaches for her Hermes bags. So why on earth does mm. she own X dozen bags from Chanel, Prada, Valentino, mm. like you name it? Why has she got any of those bags when every single outfit goes with? Her a mini, mini Kelly, Kelly her Birkin, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and she's got them in black and tan. So mm. she's like got she's it covered. Set. Yeah. And so, like, and again, it was like that recognition. And so then that's like an arguable, you know, pared down capsule wardrobe of your designer handbags, yeah. somewhat as well. And it's not like she's, um, you know, she's decided, I need to clear her out. Let me sell them. See how much. Yeah. You know how much you know what? Often for. influencers sell them and donate to charity and stuff like that. In the Frodo's app, Victoria does that. Does she? Well, because she gets them. She so say it with me for free. I don't think she, she spent that girl spends a lot of money. On she fashion. does spend she a lot of money, a but she, yeah, sure. but she also gets invited to a lot of shows. But she is very charitable. But I've also noticed, that, like, I would say she's still quite a fashion girl. Like, I still think she shows Definitely, up. Yeah. And she's probably not following the quiet luxury as much. But it is also a trend right now. Yeah. And it is, like, it's a co-ord. It is a suit that you're saying. Like, we're kind of, a, we're dressing up. It's mm. a lot of suits for women. We're not going in a body con dress. We're not going in all these, like, and dresses really aren't, like, the vibe. I know we've been in winter. Mm. But even last, like, so end of summer it was still very much like this trouser and then you just would balance your blazer on your shoulders you know yeah, like yeah, it yeah. was and then you're wearing slingback loafers from gucci mm. not not the closed back ones yeah like but it's interesting like i think it's important for us to take a step back and like appreciate that a lot of this stuff people genuinely just wear normally yeah. and somehow it's become an aesthetic a thing yeah a, a, a mood board um when I've it's seen a really simple outfit when you like girl it's it's like we're, we're all and, I, I watched, and that's not a diss either right no it's not it's like but we're also shouldn't be like revolutionizing it's just it's what it is yeah I saw a, a tiktok and it was this <laughs> she you know she was um fairly young but the sentiment on this tiktok was like um I don't dress like all you other you know yeah, all you other girlies I wear shirts I wear, um, I have a sleek, sleek hairstyle. I, um, I, you know, I'm more polished than you guys, you know? And it was like, everyone in the comments was like, this is what every this is over what 25. Every bitch on Instagram is wearing right now. <laughs> like, yeah, if you, if you have a real job and you're, you know, over the but age also, of. Like what is literally the fundamentals of man in the workplace? 
a shirt and trousers what can women also wear in the workplace shirt and trousers we don't have to just wear skirts like pencil skirts and whatever yeah so yeah it's it's, like what everyone's wearing it's it's not not revolutionary yeah yeah Yeah, so uh, I think a lot of the brands that we see that are advertised, of course, Emma's, of course. And then you've got like, if it's a Chanel, it's like a simple one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what other brands and like items are you seeing? Because recently my mum's like on the hunt for a, bra- a bag and she was particularly looking at YSL. And, you know, they've got their selection online is sleek. Not everything has a logo it's quite because you know they have this like 70s revival but like like 70s or like disco 80s revival um I feel like the Saint Laurent you know how like yes that is more pared down yeah to me that is there's not a gold or silver YSL on the bag it is a gold embossing yeah and it is more subtle it is like it is more part of, I guess, this like aesthetic. It's more corporate world. It's more mm. like simple, clean, classic. Um, but also, that's not to say like a lot of even logo bags are simple. You know, I think just I because think, you put something gold on it, like I think logos are neutral. Yeah, yeah they yeah. are. They absolutely <laughs> are. But like because of logo mania. And, like, I have a real aversion almost to logos. Like, I don't Do know you? why. Oh. Um, I think it's because someone once, my old boss once told me that her dad was like, why would you walk around promoting somebody else? Oh. And, like, I don't see it that way for yeah. sure. But oh, I, shit. I think it's more, I think I've seen, like, when we grew up, Chanel was chavvy for a while, right? If people had this, like, Diamante Chanel... <laughs> like well, earrings, the double c earrings yeah. they were like that was not like a good that look. was everywhere it was everywhere mm. um maybe this was also part of like the faux burberry culture and stuff like mm. that but you see things go through trends and i think i have like a fear of like if i'm gonna pay a lot of money for like a gucci belt and at some point it's going oh like and not even for the judgment but like is it timeless is it classic is this like i don't know i think it, it can kind of weather. I think it, it it really comes back to the idea of if you don't have a lot of money to spend, mm. you don't want to make a mistake. Yeah, I think it is that. Um, and I think that also might be part of this whole quiet luxury mm. um, and the fact that we're saying like it's a capsule wardrobe and like we're being more like sustainable and mm. all of that stuff. It's like if you buy something that's logoless, not got like some big emblazoned logo on it and it's got subtle detailing that you have to be in the know Mm. which is also like a nuanced money thing right and a nuanced luxury of like I see that I see that Hermes yeah and all it is is a hardware and a lock that tells you that it's Hermes like yeah things like that help with this kind of quiet luxury but also that you're like you're putting your money in something where like it's not gonna be like Imagine Balenciaga, right? Yeah. Balenciaga's just gone, like, absolutely to the cleaners. Yeah. And imagine you bought into loads of stuff. Like, because at one point, mm. it was really fucking cool to have, like, a Balenciaga emblazoned, like, knitted jumper, like, yeah. sunglasses, like, the bags, whatever. 
And to be honest, still, like, I think there are certain stuff that's, like, timeless with them. Mm. But... But if you own that now... All the logo stuff, which was incredibly cool, could be now, like... It's Do too obvious. That? Yeah, it's, I don't really want to draw be, too much And am attention. I going to be judged for that? Or does that portray me because I don't care about, like, what the controversy was? Which is, like, it's just a bag. It's just a jumper. Like, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. political, but it feels like it can be. So if it comes out tomorrow that the owner of Gucci has, like, done something untowards to, like, ward like women yeah, yeah, yeah. you're gonna feel a bit more like oh i can't wear that now oh, i just obvious. spent three thousand pounds on this bag <laughs> yeah 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 it, it feels i think for some people too risky yeah to have someone else's name on your stuff yeah. it's like can i now go on and wear it i think the answer is yes you've already paid for it oh, and of but course, i can yeah. understand how people are like it's not that i'm not gonna buy into the brand i'm gonna buy something that's not so obvious now yeah um I think you're right. But then, you know what? I think in every area of life, like I watch a lot of like interior design <laughs> videos. Yes, you do. Um, and I think in all, we see this neutralization of everything. Everything is so bland. Everything, like home interiors. Oh not my so, gosh, not so much nobody like is. now, but like general population. Everyone is going for neutral, bland, boring they're very Safe. yeah they're very scared to plaster their house with anything that is um maybe it's because we've got like homeowners that have been through like taking wallpaper off I think, I think <laughs> i think the i like maybe it's like rental markets and things like that that it's i think it is i think yeah you're right people can't own as easily we're also a real wave of like um new build yeah, new build yeah, yeah. which is a clean aesthetic that is like all white all like gray everyone's like neutral. rendering their house and putting like black window frames yeah and i think i think it's like the aesthetic and stuff like that right now um but it is all really neutral like we've gone through like this real tonal have you seen those like videos of um not even like pick any influencer who's had a baby in the past three years yeah mm-hmm. Um, and I've, I follow a few who yeah. like, uh, army song from song of style. Um, oh, some others name forget their me. nursery or the way they dress them. The way they dress their kids is like really neutral. Baby yeah. grows a neutral. The nursery is like, it's not a bright pink. It's like a blush pink. They're, they're, um, not the gender reveal, but the baby shower or the first birthday yeah, of the like, kid is like, it's like muted tones everything comes with this I don't know if I want to say a safe aesthetic I think this clean girl aesthetic is not in isolation no it's not it's part of something bigger yeah 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 I you know what I wonder if it is is it's like this safety of like we're the generation where our photos really age (gasps) that is such a good point Scarlett but we like our photos really age. I remember, I don't know where I heard this, who told me it, but a really good wedding dress, you can't tell what year you got married. Yeah. That's that's the um that's the idea, but that's very but obviously difficult. like how many like 
the age that we're at, how many parents' houses have I been to where like all the women have worn like the eighties puff sleeve dress or yeah, something? Like curly perm and puff sleeves. And, yeah. And but I wonder like are like prom pictures, our school photos, any like old photos we have age us yeah. so terribly. But also like the aesthetic and all of that is so off um compared to like what young people are like now there's so much judgment but like even still there are like things in my wardrobe where I'm like I don't want to wear that now and so now I almost am naturally and you know me I'm not super trend driven or anything like that but I'm leaning towards like wearing a lot of black and not wearing as much print and wearing stuff where like I'm not like what was I thinking Mm. and I wonder if that is just infiltrating all of us of like I want these things to stand the test of time like even with makeup I love playing with makeup there are times where I look where I've experimented with blue eyeshadow and I'm like babe take that eyeshadow off but I think for me I agree with you I think that our pictures age we live our lives online but I think that when you take influences they're all like the biggest ones for the most part, they're all in their 30s, yeah? yeah? We were the generation who started in our teen years, mid-teens, and we grew up as social media yeah. developed, okay? So we were all in a similar age range. And they've got some horrors online. <laughs> yeah. But at this age, I can say that I wear more neutral things than I did before. Yeah. And that's an, I think that's solely an age yeah, issue. Yeah, I do. And when – because you have these – uh, biggest influences who are also kind of at the same like mm. stage in life yeah. as us then everyone else is seeing these big influences and imitating them and so you get this like playing it safe aesthetic I think once these big influences get to the age of like 50 50 60 because you know you get those fab ladies of that age can't wait to be a fab, fab grand yeah the um with, what a, is that? with a purple rinse, I'm going to wear yeah. leopard print. I'm going to be bold. Like I'm going to have. Oh my god! Then we're gonna we're gonna see. I know this is like in 20, 30 years time. <laughs> but as that like upper tier of influencers age, yeah. we're gonna see a whole new like different resurgence, resurgence of something. Um, but then also like fashion comes in waves isn't it it does and like I wonder if this is just a wave and it is just a trend I feel like it's not because it's nothing new and it it feels like it's not revolutionary enough to even be a trend but obviously it is but it's all stuff that like if this trend you buy into is the safest one right Mm. so if we're being safe with our money which we need to be in a cost of living crisis where butter is being kept under lock and key like you're gonna buy the safe stuff like okay those gucci loafers being in fashion for five years now feels quite safe to buy into yeah i'm gonna buy a nice black blazer because that's still a thing Mm. you know i'm gonna buy those levi 501s because mum jeans look like they're here to stay yes yes you know i so i think it kind of feels like a conscious if you're gonna spend your money on more luxury items these are the safe things to do it on and even if fashion comes back around, hey, we can now incorporate these items into like print, all of that mm. stuff. Like they can be repurposed. Yeah. I think I would, I do appreciate seeing 
people who have bolder style but then it's like Same. do me a favor love let's not pretend like this really basic look that like 95 percent of the world's population wear is an aesthetic yeah that you're really doing something because you're so right and no offense you might look fab you might look sleek yeah. gorgeous in it but let's it's not an aesthetic yeah. <laughs> it it also helps that you're beautiful you've done your hair like it, yeah. it's the whole look in a whole whereas i think you're true like you're right where there are people who wear crazy colors prints mm. and when they wear that together and like that's not me but i follow people like that because i'm just like in awe of the fact that they somehow have made what could be the ugliest outfit somehow look really chic yeah and that is more of an aesthetic that is more of an aesthetic than, than, yeah oh bravo you paired a white shirt with some smart trousers and loafers and yeah you look you look smart and you look chic yeah <laughs> and you've got a chanel crossbody and oh you're in paris yeah you look really nice <laughs> and a red lipstick shirt yeah, yeah. i mean sure revolutionary yeah flowers for spring <laughs> um yeah that was yeah that's that episode but let us know what you think. What are your most loathed aesthetics of the moment? What can you not escape from? What do you see everywhere? Mm. Is it the clean girl, pared down luxury, you know, sleek modern day thing? Or is it something else that you're being fed? Um, and yeah, you can follow us on TikTok, on Instagram, um, watch us on YouTube or on podcast players. And you can email us if you have any suggestions that you want us to incorporate here. Um, but yeah, we'll see you next Tuesday. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.